Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back, everyone, to the Really Real Real Estate Podcast. Episode 147, as promised, prepping the interior. On last week's podcast episode, we talked about what sellers should be doing in terms of prepping the exterior of their home if they want to list their home on the market for the spring. Today, we have a part two episode where we move from the exterior to the interior. And what sellers should be doing to prep the inside of their home before they go live on the market with their home. My name is Lou Lombardi. Now, here is your real estate expert and advisor, Mr. Jason Wilcox. Welcome, Mr. Jason. How are you doing today, Lou? Just wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I got the outside of my house all cleaned up, prepped, and ready to go. Even though I'm not selling right now, I just like the way it looks. Um, And now I want to clean up the inside. So, help me out. I was was just about to say, my bushes are trimmed and time to start cleaning the interior. Exactly. Is that going to be one of those running jokes? Is that going to be like the office, the that's what she said joke? We're just going to try to see how many times we can put that phrase in each episode. Well, you know, if you got to, you know, make sure, guys, that your bushes inside and out are trimmed. That's what we're trying to say here. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So, yes. uh, As you mentioned in the introduction, Lou, we are doing kind of a part two today. So the whole concept of these last couple of weeks has been preparing buyers and sellers for the spring market that is essentially upon us. Um, Last week, we talked about prepping the exterior. Today, we're talking about prepping the interior of the home, essentially a part two for sellers who are putting their house on the market this spring. And so last week, we talked about, you know, the importance of prepping the exterior, you know, buy, uh, sell, buyers are making their first impressions and making their initial thoughts as they drive up to the house before they even come to the house. That's why you have to have the exterior prepped and ready to go. As far as the interior goes, the reason why it's so important to have your interior uh, prepped, staged, cleaned, whatever, organized, whatever word you want to use, is because as buyers are going through the house, If you have more of your stuff in the house, they can't envision their stuff. And if they can't envision their stuff, they can't envision paying 100, 200, 300, 400, 500, 600, $700,000 for your home that you are trying to sell. And so it's really important that it is cleaned up, it's staged, it's well-maintained so that buyers can come in and go, oh, this is lovely, but let us allow ourselves to be able to envision our own stuff because I hate to say it, they don't care what you did for Christmas dinner and they don't care what you did you know, for, for you know Friday evening, whatever. They want to envision, this is where we're going to have our Thanksgiving meal and this is how it's going to be laid out and this is where we want to have Friday night pizza nights and all this other stuff so they need to be able to envision their own lives and they can't do it if your crap is still strewn about all over the place so 
That is why today we are talking about the keys to the key things to remember when it comes to prepping the interior of your home. Very simple. Get rid of your crap. Yeah, so they can pretty see, much. So they can think about their crap. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so just as a polite reminder, we talked about this last week, uh, but this is especially true this week when we start talking the interior of the home. It's important to remember no major repairs. We don't believe in major repairs. Um, dollar for dollar, you're not going to get back um what you put into it. So we're not talking about doing the bathroom reno and the 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 kitchen reno and things like that. We're going to price it according to where we feel it will sit on the market. If you have data kitchen, a data kitchen, if you have data bathrooms, we will price it accordingly because dollar for dollar statistics have shown you will not get the dollar back. What we are trying to do is trying to keep your budget as much as we can under a thousand dollars to enhance the features that we've got and if we do that then we can get top dollar for the home based on those little things that we can do to maximize our profits so with that said shall we dive into it lou well why it's important to prep the interior i think we sort of hit on but i don't know if there's anything you want to reiterate oh yeah no i'm sorry i'm down to the bullet points okay, i'm down, down to the, to the bullet, bullet points, points. you've under, done all this I, already okay yeah sorry you jumped ahead of me okay so we're going to do what we talked about declutter and depersonalize. so what do you mean by depersonalize you want to elaborate on that yeah so the number two the, the number one rule is these two words declutter depersonalize declutter is pretty simple get your crap out of there we don't want to see your crap depersonalizing means getting rid of stuff that is personal to you it's you know removing all of the junk off the refrigerator including the artwork that your 27 year old son made when he was in kindergarten which i know you still love you still love and i respect that but that kind of stuff needs to come off the refrigerator taking pictures down off the walls and off the mantles um trying to really just take away the fact that it's your home because if they're seeing your wedding photos and your kids artwork on the walls and you would be stunned at the number of times i've seen this the 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 pencil um um etches on the framework of the kitchen door because that's where they all measure their height you know every year on their birthday or whatever the more of that kind of stuff that's around the less they can envision their stuff and so you have to get rid of um the the personal things and not just the personal things in terms of like pictures and artwork and all that stuff but we've also talked about the hot button items okay. <laughs> if, if if listen there's one rule i have uh and that is red and blue makes green as long as you can afford the house i don't care what side of the spectrum you're on but you know you want to get rid of anything that could be you know, I hate to say it, but you want to get any, rid of anything that's you know triggering. If you are a staunch Republican and pro Second Amendment, you know maybe you don't advertise that as much. If you're you know hard to the left, you know that's fine too. You know, whatever, I don't care. I'm not a big political person, but you know you may want to get rid of the signs that you know tell you which way you swing one way or another because that could be a deterrent, which you don't want to have. Um, the other the on a, on a much lesser lesser um you know uh funnier side um if you transported from cleveland and you're living in pittsburgh and you're a big cleveland browns fan maybe get rid of that cleveland browns football flag that's downstairs in your basement that'll be a turnoff <laughs> for a lot of people it's that kind of stuff taking that stuff down and giving it a more neutral tone a more neutral look 
Okay. All that's right. the big one. That's the big one. And, the uh, rest of these are all pretty straightforward. And, and, that's and the com- big one. And common and common sense stuff too. Um, just like you wouldn't leave, um, you know, the outside of your house, you know, this missing, that screwed up. You would do things like replace you know, any burnout light bulbs, right? Somebody comes in, they want the, you don't take all the light bulbs out of the house. (laughs) Some people do. Some people do. Um, Yeah. You got to replace the burnt out light bulbs. And for the love of all things, holy replace them all with the same flipping color. Nothing drives me more nuts than like, I go to turn on a light switch in the bathroom and once missing, One's white, one's yellow, and one's a candelabra. It's like make sure they are all the same color so that we don't go color, you know, you know, color crazy when when there's different color lights coming at us. So please make sure that you replace all the burnt out light bulbs. This is especially true in older homes because at the end of the day, um, especially in the in the in the winter months, um, with when it's a little bit darker, a little bit lighter out. Actually, that's not so much applicable here because we're talking about the spring market. But before daylight savings time hits and people may still be seeing the house in the dusk and in the dark, they need to be able to see. So you got to make sure you have the light bulbs working that's just common sense and again the light bulbs in the in the inside is like the mowing on the outside it's like dude if you can't change a freaking light bulb how bad you know what what else are you not taking care of in your house so change the light bulbs change change light bulbs uh outlets and light switches uh what do we want to make sure with those jason you got to make sure you have plate covers. If I had a dollar for every time I was in a house where there wasn't a plate cover over an outlet or a switch, I would have retired a long time ago. <laughs> um, that that again, because that to, to not have like uh, plate covers is just lazy. I know, I, I I know the extent of my electrical knowledge is don't put a fork in the electrical socket. Okay, <laughs> that's good. I, even that's I, good I, stuff to know. I, I yeah, yeah, exactly. Even I know how to put on a light plate, a light switch cover plate. Uh, make sure you put that on there. That's not that's not just telling people, hey, congratulations, I'm not a lazy homeowner. Uh, it's also huge because most every um, appraisal is going to flag that. So do it because you're going to need to do it anyways. Um, but again, if you can't put on a light uh, a light switch plate cover, how lazy are the so. You know, well, there's guys that'll do it. We can recommend somebody if you'd like to. Yes. If you'd like to know, um, plumbing leaks, no, what, with no leaky faucets or anything like that, right? Yeah. So going back to the uh, going back to the idea that we're want, want, wanting to get you out of here for under a thousand dollars in terms of um, you know maintenance repairs, uh, you know, freshening up things like this. This is one of those unsexy things that's uh, not um, not fun to do, but it is a safety concern, and you won't get your money back, but you won't you won't lose money because a seller will definitely or a buyer will definitely try to negotiate this if there are any small minor uh, plumbing repairs you know, dripping faucets, um, sweaty toilets, um, leaking pipes, things like that. You're going to want to get those taken care of, um, you know, hire a plumber or honestly, if it's minor enough, even a handyman could probably take care of it. Um, and for a couple of bucks, th- those are good things to have just because it's going to come up on a home inspection. A buyer doesn't want to hear that, a, a you know, a pipe is potentially, you know, dripping and leaking for 30 to 45 days before they come into the, um, 
they come into the uh to the house so make sure that's taken care of if you have a if you have a um a, a faucet that's dripping i'll give you a perfect example okay. it's not a big deal in my house because it's only when we use it which is like once a week but unless you really turn it tightly um the the faucet in our in our utility tub leaks a little bit that's something that i would probably have looked at before i go onto the market just to make sure everything works the right way um i also have the the hot water in our basement um if i turn it on too much it shuts down because i think the pressure is too high it's not a big deal for me now it works fine but it's something i want i would want the the new buyer to have working for them. So minor things like those, again, unsexy, you know, it's not going to make you money, but it's really going to help you not lose money. It's those little things like this too, that are like kind of subliminal turnoffs to people. They may not even like necessarily think so much like, but it just kind of presents a, I don't know. It's like you mentioned about people not combing their hair, like in professional situations. Again, it's like showing up with your suit rumpled to a uh, yeah. job interview. You know what I mean? Maybe you're absolutely qualified. And does that suit ultimately matter? No, but it's like kind of a subliminal thing in people's minds. You just appear like unprofessional, untogether, yes. and it makes the house feel kind of like, eh, like, you know, just kind of not right. And, you know, yeah. they may, whether they may not literally be thinking, well, what else is wrong? But they could, it could just kind of be like a turn off. Yep. And, and, and I think the, the interview is a perfect example because one thing you have to remember about your interview, what else are they doing? They're interviewing other people. Yeah. And so then all else, all else considered equal, who are you going with the guy with the wrinkled suit or the guy with the fresh pet, uh, fresh press suit and the, and the shine buff shoes. It's the same thing in a house. They're looking at three, four other houses. And if all else considered equal, they may go with that house that has those other things taken care of absolutely um so speaking of moving along um uh speaking of uh sinks and stuff like that the regrout of the sinks tubs and showers right yeah that that, that yeah and that's kind of right there with the fixing the the plumbing leaks just make sure it's taken care of because if you don't take care of that that can land you no pun intended in some hot water as far as that could be if you don't preventatively take care of that when that becomes a corrective repair that's going to be very expensive so yeah just make sure and and that i'll even be the first to admit that uh i'm not the 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 greatest with with grout or um or a cock gun you might think i'm good with a cock gun but i'm not um uh, you know i might hire someone to do that just just because you know i would want it to look professional and look clean i might hire someone to do that but that's something that yeah you know if you can't do or if you're older you know handyman can or a plumber can do that very very easily for you and uh a little bit of paint here and there right right jason yep yep touch up the paint um especially as you're taking down you know picture frames and things like that if you need to touch up parts of the wall things like that um definitely touch up certain sections if there's a door that's maybe caused the paint to chip a little bit or i was at a house uh, about a week and a half ago where the the side was all scraped up from the cats or whatever mm. so repaint those uh touch up paint there repainting the walls the only thing i'm really going to recommend there is just um if you either have a an offensive color i think i've used this example um, I love my parents dearly, but apparently they did acid in the nineties because they chose hot pink, uh, carpet with hot pink, um, uh, walls. And I have absolutely explicitly told my parents they will be hiring professional painters before I list this house. Cause I'm not listing my own parents' house with hot pink walls. Um, so, you know, if you have to repaint a couple of walls, this, this is more true for like kids rooms. If you have, like, if you have a kid that was like, you know, into Penn state football and it's like blue and white, and then, you know, you had a princess room with pink and yellow or whatever, you, you're going to want to get those painted a more neutral color. Um, again, that that's dirt cheap. You know, you can get, you know, a couple 
couple gallons of paint for a couple bucks um, and take care of that. So yeah, touch up the the, the bad areas um, if the wall is otherwise in good shape uh, and then just make sure that um, you get rid of any of the offensive colors. Okay. And then here we have a couple ba really basic things, right? Cleaning, yeah. dusting, things like clean, that. Clean, yeah, dust and clean. Uh, and I say this because I was in a a $275,000 house in Bethel Park a couple of weeks ago where literally we walked into the one bedroom and there was probably an inch to an inch and a half of dust on top of the, the ceiling fan in one of the bedrooms. And there was dust all along the one vent in the, in the dining room. It was just disgusting. So you got to dust, you got to clean, you got to make sure that if you're keeping the uh, curtains or shutters or blinds or drapes in the house, get those clean, clean up the fireplace, clean off the appliances, wipe down the cabinetries, the paint, pantry uh the, the the cabinets the pantries the closets like just dust and clean you would be shocked at the number of people that don't do that so please do that and lastly uh this is something i always recommend people to do uh because if you don't know of anybody i've got a, a name of a wonderful person that i can get you in contact that that, that can help you with this I would really recommend getting the carpets professionally yeah, cleaned because uh, you can easily do that for a couple hundred bucks, uh, maybe even less than that. I know sometimes there are specials that are run like three rooms for like 125 bucks or something like that. It absolutely is worth it. Like I said, Lou and I know the name of someone who's awesome when it comes to that kind of stuff. So if you don't have anybody, call us. We'll get you in touch with them. Uh, they're wonderful people, but it is well worth the money to have it professionally cleaned because that's the kind of stuff that, that goes back to that wrinkled suit versus the well press suit this is the well-pressed suit guy because yeah. showing that you're willing to have the carpets professionally clean just goes hey we have enough respect for our own home and we want to give the the home over to someone who's going to take care of it this is their our, our way of showing that we're just trying to do what we can to make sure that we're giving you the house in the best light possible so that when you take over it you just have to come in and move your stuff in but i'm telling you carpets professionally cleaned is hands down the number one thing i recommend uh because because that is um, uh, a little goes a really long way with getting the carpets professionally cleaned. Okay. Um, let's see what else, where else are we? Okay. Uh, on, 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 <laughs> on ongoing maintenance. Yes. So this is going to be very similar to the exterior, but everything that I am going to talk about should make sense. You got to pick up the toys in the clutter. We know that kids are going to play in the living room or in their bedrooms when the house is not being shown. Not a problem. Pick up the toys and the clutter. Adults, keep the countertops and the tabletops clear. You know, make sure you're filing the mail away. Make sure that you're not leaving crap out on the on the on the countertops, make sure things are getting put away. Um, you've got to put away your dirty dishes. You've got to keep them out of the sink. <laughs> you would be stunned at the number of time I see dirty dishes in the sink. Um, so get them rinsed off and washed and put away or shove them in the dishwasher. Uh, make your beds. That 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 one is actually pretty decent. I, I don't have too many people who don't not make their bed. Um, make sure if you're putting any type of air freshener in the house to give it a fresh smell that that's all good and neutral and working and that gives us uh, a scent. But also make sure it's not you know offensive. I was in a house the other day where it's like I walked in and got like smacked with the air freshener smell. So make sure you're doing that. And especially because hot days um are 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 coming around the corner make sure that the thermostat is set to a comfortable temperature 
so that we feel comfortable as we're walking through the house. These these are the things that when it comes to ongoing maintenance, again, don't necessarily help you. They just don't hurt you. <laughs> so they, they, they we want to show the house in the best light. So we want to do these things to really not help us, more just to not hurt us, essentially. And again, if those things sound like common sense, it's because they are. Again, you'd be shocked at the number of people who don't do that, but that's really what it comes down to. Those are the basic key things that once you get your house staged and ready to sell, those are the things that you need to do on an ongoing basis to make sure that everything is um, is you know in tip-top shape, okay. especially if you want top dollar for your house. Very good. Uh, again, great, all great ideas, it's all very simple and cost-effective for the most part. There's really nothing really crazy here. Yeah. And one last thing I'll leave. One of the things I offer anybody who's interested in listing their house, and I guess this this may be kind of is my final thought, is if you have a question as to whether or not you should do something to help prep your house for the market, call me. This is part of what I offer when I initially walk through your house when we start talking about listing because I have to see the house anyways before I can you know do a full evaluation and do a CMA as far as you know, determine the value of your house. So if you have a question whether or not you should do something, call me. We'll talk about, you know, I'll help guide you through that as, as to whether or not you should be doing something before going on the market. Excellent. Excellent. All great advice. Um, you can reach out to Jason if you uh, need more information or you need a real estate advisor. You're thinking about moving uh, in the next you know year or two. He'd like to get the process started with you. If you've been following the podcast for any time at all, you notice that you'll know that earlier is better. It's a complicated process. A lot of things to do beyond taking care of the exterior and the interior of your house. That's just one small part of it. You can reach out to Jason at 412-651-4638 as well as email jason.wilcox at pittsburghmoves.com. Com. Guys, if you're enjoying these podcasts, please, uh, on whatever platform you're listening to it on, please hit your like button, whatever form that's in, and please uh, hit the little share thing and share it to your favorite social media uh, account. It's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever you like. Just uh, give a share and say, hey, guys, I'm check. I'm enjoying this uh, real estate uh, podcast. I'm getting a lot out of it, and I think you guys might like it too because chances are if you like it, then the people you're hanging out with are going to like it as well. Uh, we do really appreciate that. On that note, have a great weekend, and we'll catch you all on the next Really Real Real Estate Podcast.